1: Cat Williams, David Goggins, Donald Trump. Who are you interviewing for a million dollars worth of game? Who are you doing Where's Wallow? And who are you saying no to? What's up everybody? It's your coach. Welcome to the number one Positivity Podcast on the internet right now, the Coach HP Show. Yes. And today I have the guy, Wallace Peebles from Million Dollars Worth of Game. MK 267 baby. Question for you, dude. When was the first time you hit that? Me, When did you come up with that?
2: I don't know. We were just recording one day and I just said it like me, meh 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 And I was like, A million dollars worth of game, you know, it was like It wasn't even thought about, I just
1: was doing it. With you, man, you gotta understand that. I gotta prep you with what I'm about to do because it has been four years since I've been waiting to do this with you. Uh So I have so many things that I want to get from you, but my number one objective with this is let people know that I think you're one of the most underestimated people around right now. Not only your story, but your mindset and how you attack situations and how you present yourself is so undervalued, man, that I think you're a guy that deserves 20 million. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just insane, dude. The fucking button. We're hitting the fucking button right now, just so you know. Question for you, dude. My first one is, you're a top flight gorilla marketer. You've called yourself that. What makes you that?
2: Uh, Marketing to me is a feeling. It's, um, It's action. It's, it's being able to get a message across. So when I say marketing, I'm out here, I'm just, I'm doing my thing because I don't care. It's not about the money. It's not about, I need to put ads. It's about just getting out there and just doing it. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that. And it's the consistency that a lot of people is afraid to stay on, you know? People just say, oh yeah, I got this. I got this album out. I got this over line. And, then, and they be like, oh, let me hide. I'm going to keep, I'm going to put it in your face. I'm going to keep coming. So it's like. That's why I get out there and I get it out there. Whatever i am got going on, I'm going to get it to the world.
1: Wow, that tenacity, where does that come from?
2: Oh, you know, growing up in the ghetto, you know, you had to get up every day and go hard, you know? When I was in prison, I had to get up every day and go hard, you know? And I just think that uh, when, when, when you got that fire, and the fire is from pressure. It's from pressure of not not knowing, you know, how you going to pay your bills, not knowing how you going to survive, you know, getting up in prison. Hey, you know, when I'm trying to get out of jail, I got to work hard. So it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of pressure just coming from struggle. And uh, struggle put a fire up under you quick.
1: You mentioned a lot of your grandma, right? But I never hear anything about your dad. How long was he around? till? What well, effect dad did he had was around
2: until I was like two, and then he disappeared. Like, you know what I mean? We don't know. He was murdered. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, that type of disappearance. I know. So I never had that. You know, I had a stepfather, rest in peace, to him. He was around. Uh, most of my life he was in prison though. And to the point with me, it was fail in prison. So, you know, but uh, like it, it, it was, it was no, no real like consistent five or in my life.
1: you know? I'm the reverse. My dad was super around. That's major. But my dad prepared me for everything in life, Wallow, except to deal with him. He beat the shit out of me like consistently when I failed in sports and stuff like that. So it was a disaster, dude. But you turned out very different than everybody else, man. Talk to me about Shoes in jail. You said that he told you to live your life.
2: Shoes was legend. You know, Shoes died in jail, man, and uh, I remember I was in that, um, the, 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 the prison hospital one of me, he just like grabbed my arm, and he was like, man, get out there and live, because I never lived. Do what you want to do. Um, that was very important because I believe, like especially now, everybody is always living for the idea that they think somebody had with them and they're not living for them, you know? It's like, oh, I gotta be this, I gotta be cool, I gotta be this, I gotta wear this, I gotta shop here, I gotta travel here. What the fuck do you wanna do? You know, I think everybody put their feelings, their thoughts, their desires, their dreams, their ideas to the back and uh, prioritize everybody else's that they, you know, ideas that they have for them.
1: Something very interesting about Chihuahua is that you're incredibly funny. (laughs) <laughs> like like your sense of humor mm-hmm. comes like out of control, right? I think that's what has you on the top thing because you get fucking serious real quick, but you're funny as fuck too, dude. That sense of humor, where does that come from?
2: Um growing up I always looked at comedians, man. And then my uncle, rest in peace, my uncle Tommy, I used to be in his room back in the day. You remember the like the A track joints? Yeah, he used to play all the Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor and the albums and all I used to play that stuff. And I used to love, it, especially hearing him curse. As a kid, I'd be in this room and he'd be playing and I'd be cracking up. And it was like, I always was like that funny dude around the neighborhood. I always was crazy, you know. So I just think, like, it's just naturally in me. I don't be trying to do nothing. I just be, I don't know. I just be being me.
1: Dude, you chick. So I, I saw a ton of podcasts with you, right? The best podcast for you by far is when chicks interview you. You change completely. You're like, Mr. Suave, you really think I love it. Like, you smile, you're like yeah. in the room, right? Let's talk love for a second. Dude, last time we spoke, you were in a relationship. You talked about, you have talked about this publicly, that you went through some uh, miscarriages. And stuff, and it was a real tough point, right? Now, you're extremely successful. You're probably better looking than you were before. <laughs> you're mature. You have all this stuff, right? We're the same age. I've been married for nine years. I got lucky. I married my high school sweetheart after, you know what I'm saying? She's a 10 and she's the best. I got two kids, right? But you now are in a position where you're dealing with social media now, women. You're dealing with a lot of stuff. You're a very popular guy. What are you thinking about, man? What's your What's your thing with this? How are you thinking? Because I would love to see Wallow raise men. Like you with two boys, three boys would be insane. Talk
2: to me. You know, it's extremely hard. And once you get to the point of just success and being popular, you don't know why people come. You don't know why they're here. It. And, and it, it takes a lot to try to figure that shit out. You know, you know, we all had that moment when we when we're trying to figure out our dreams and we, we don't have everything. You think, I'm going to do this, it's going to be easy for me. It's extremely hard to find a good woman once you get in the position because you don't know. Who angling? Who's trying to get this and get that? So it just be like, man.
1: What strategies are you using? Like, what have you learned? They want not, to share. You know, it's not really
2: about strategies. I believe when that person comes, they just gonna come, It ain't gonna be about material. Because now it's about what can you do, rather who do who are you. Got it. And yeah. It's sad. It's, just, it's sad. You know, and sometimes you just like, damn. You know, every other. I believe everybody one day person that they can just fall back on. They can fall back on them. They trust them. They believe in them. So I, I just think it's a moment, you know? I think it's going to happen
1: when it's meant to. Dude, I it to be single forever. I never want to settle down, nothing, but my chick just was the one. Three, you tell me which of these three, because you love doing this. Cat Williams, David Goggins, Donald Trump. Who are you interviewing for a million dollars worth of game? Who are you doing where's Wallow, and who are you saying no to?
2: David Gardens. I'm interviewing for Where's Wilder. You, know you know what's so crazy, is like, like Cat, you know what's so crazy, crazy about Cat? Cat, it seemed like Cat and got his shit off already. You know? So, me and I was over Donald Trump, and I'm gonna tell you why. Me and Gil are gonna roast him.
1: That'd be insane. We going to, it's gonna be, be crazy because he
2: gonna say a bunch of slick shit. Yeah. We are gonna roast him, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gonna be funny. It'll be real funny. It'll be just like, but Cat, Cat did his, you know, Cat did his thing. Yeah. I think, um, I think he got off so hard. Two interviews, Willie D interview also. It's like, I don't, I don't even think Cat to do too many more interviews. Right, right, right. Because I don't said think that. we're gonna see him, yeah. see him no more. I think he did, he did, he did his thing so much. Uh, like it or love it, whatever yeah. your thing is. I think he did his thing so much, but, like, that'd be funny as shit for us to, you know, have a
1: president there. Huge, just, huge. Dude, you think I'm funny now. <laughs> oh, my God, the hair episode. The episode you guys put the fake hair, that was amazing. Talk to me about hair loss, dude. we both rocking the same haircut you know, it was here. Crazy. How hard was you it? Know, to, it was hard because
2: I was in prison, and I went through, and I went through a phase, and I realized, oh, shit, my shit ain't coming in no more because it was always coming in, but when it started going out, I was a little insecure about that. How old? I think I was like 27, man. I was like, oh shit, it started getting light. I said, oh man. It was, it was a little point, because you like, nobody want to lose their hair. Right, you, right? Nobody want to, you know, uh, five a time, nobody want to respect because you think like, it pulls to happen at a certain age. <clears throat> I can't believe this shit. <laughs> right. Oh man. You know, it was like, so you know, it was just something I had to deal with though.
1: You don't rock the mustache anymore. No facial hair, no, no. you didn't even try it, huh? No.
2: I I you know, back at like 1998,
1: it like found. You don't miss it at all, nothing. Don't face no, no, you ain't going to try it, huh? Eh? I love
2: it, but naked. I love
1: yeah.
2: it. I mean, easy for me.
1: When do you think you're going to write the Book of Life? When are you going to release that? Cause that's coming. I know it's I got coming. a book
2: coming out this year, Simon & Schuster. So, you know, so they ready. they're ready. they ready to be
1: that. Are you going to release your Book of Life? Have you ever thought about that?
2: Somebody told me, but I'm like, it's hard. Mm.
1: It's you know, you Super know. personal,
2: huh?
1: You know that to say to yourself. I want to give a special shout-out, man, to two women that have... I would not know of you if it wasn't for, number one, for my girl, Erica. You know? Mm-hmm. She, uh, I was doing research to, to go on her show, and I ran across your episode, and I wanted to thank you because I'll never forget this. I took a screenshot of you. We had a conversation... And you, this meant the world to me, dude. You texted her. Good morning, E-Money. Coach HP's fucking amazing. He's coming to Barstool question. Mark. you remember that? You yeah. sent me that, man. But I really appreciate you doing yeah. that for me. Yeah. In like a, like a three-second thing, that's huge. And then the second one is my girl, Shay M. Loss. Yeah, that's my people. The best, Not dude. Just, She's the best, man. So those two people are, are amazing. You introduced me to Sampa. Greatest in the world. What about his music? What did you like about that?
2: It was just like, it was, it was a feeling of it. It was a crazy feeling. It was like, it just, every time I listen to it, it's like I'm listening to it for the first time. Plastic, can't get close, uh, piano. I've just heard
1: plastic. I've just heard plastic over and over plastic, again. sir? So. that's my favorite. I know, that's the one that, that I've been playing, so that's real cool. He
2: just, he, just, he just, he's a great person.
1: You can tell, yeah, you can tell. And the other person introduced me to now, what I was doing research is that touchdown dude, mm. with that song, Diesel touchdown. touchdown, bro, with that song. He doesn't even look like he sings that well. I was like, what the fuck is this? What a huge find! You're always surfing on YouTube. What are you looking for?
2: YouTube is my playground. I love YouTube because it's like it's so informative. But like, I could go check out a how-to video, and then I could go on there. And-
1: what are you how-toing? Like, what, what is? What are you how-toing?
2: Like, it might be. How to, how to set up Shopify? How to start a, you know, a, 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 a clothing brand? How to make a car? All types of stuff. And dudes, you know them dudes that be making a, uh, that be in the woods, maybe making them houses from the dirt and all that. I like that. And this is the other guy I was watching one time. He be on there like cutting, like cooking. He be cutting like cows and all that, trimming them and then cooking them and cutting all the vegetables. You like them? I, I like that, and I don't even eat meat. I just like watching all types of Dude, stuff.
1: Dude, you used to post houses all the time. Yeah, you don't do that anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, Because you bought one, or just... No, is yeah, I got some in the
2: works right Yeah? But I'm ready to, uh... I'm ready to get back to that. That's my plan. Like, you, you know me, I, I uh... It'll be like houses, cars, music. Uh-huh. You know? I'm getting back to a lot of that stuff, though. It's, it's going down. You know what I mean? It's like... I'm gonna get back to a lot of stuff.
1: When you do million dollars worth of game and you started with the music, whose idea was to do that?
2: Oh, uh, Me and Gil's. like we always- Huge stuff.
1: icebreaker, huge, it just, yeah. I watched just ease everybody, like once the music hits, everybody just yeah. chills out. I think that's huge.
2: It was major for us, you know, It was major.
1: You mentioned cars. You were one of the first dudes to pop off using a Prius, which nobody it. does that. That it. red Prius, right? So much, I get her laugh. So much street cred goes to you for that because we're both minorities. We both have that thing that We're Latin. We pop off the machismo, whatever. Everything's the reverse. You said, "Fuck it." Here's my Prius. I love it. I just washed it. I'll never forget that. And I love it when you sell merch out of it. You're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. "How important is that to you, bro?"
2: Oh, it's important. It's really important because, like, you know, you just gotta be. You just can't care. In order to win, you can't care. I think people care too much. And when you care a lot, you lose a lot. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, you can't be you. It's hard, man. It's hard as it shit to be you when you care too much, you know?
1: How, where's Wallow a super, super undervalued show, bro? What you? The value you bring there is insane. You interview whoever with a camera like this. You don't give a fuck. You just go, right? How do you pick your guest for that? Do you reach out to them? Do people reach out you know, to you? I always reach out
2: to people. And be like, yo, what's up? You know, and, uh, that's how that happened. You know? Just out of reaching out and connecting with people.
1: What's the future of you, bro? What, what do you What do you want that hasn't happened yet? That you're thinking that you that you're craving.
2: I think more than anything. Uh, I just want genuine people in my life, you know, uh, the car, you know, when I was, when I had an idea of, when I was in prison, I used to dream about having a car, having material things, and then I got them, and it was like,
1: I attract fake people? That's what no, I
2: got, I got the material things, got all this stuff, got the money, and it was like, that shit did not even matter. You know, I still sleep the same when I go to sleep. So it'd be like, and, and once you get it, it'd be like, you you think that having all these things, something going to change is going, and I was disappointed because I thought it was going to be a different yeah. feeling or a different change. and yeah. It was like, I still sleep the same. I still, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah. You, you uh, my boy one time reached out to me and said, dude, you remind me, talking about me, about Anthony Bourdain. You should read about him. I had no idea who he was. Oh so I, I saw Kitchen Confidential, right? And he exposed pretty much the whole industry. That's your guy. You've done the same coincidentally. I don't know if you, how that happened, but you've done the same with yourself and with people and the culture of what you're seeing. Always, no matter what, if somebody backed you up or didn't, like you're always you, man. How important is that to you?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important. Because you go through this stuff, man, and you just, I just want to be me, and I just want to help people. And I want the help that I wanted when I was in prison. You know, everybody think of, people only think about help when they need this shit. You know, so it was like, for me, it was like, uh, I wanted it and it, and it, and it happened. You know, I just, so I said, I'm going to give it, and that's what I do.
1: Dude, I love that, man. Walu, I can't thank you enough, dude, for taking the time for coming. So you don't know how important this is to me, like, like for real. Uh, before I let you, I always ask my guest man question for me. What makes you happy? This. I prepared three weeks for this. I dove yeah. into your life, mm-hmm. and, and I saw interviews, and I got to know. It's almost like I know you already. I'm obsessed with this process, mm-hmm. and how I think is because you don't remember the first phone call we had. You in the ranking of people. You're here, right? And success-wise, I'm here, right? But immediately, I have something in me that goes, I got to help Wallow. I don't know why, but I got to help Wallow, I got to help Wallow. And I go, man, well, you told me you love David Goggins. I go, this guy, this guy. I got three more guys that I'm thinking about, right? That I thought about right now. I go, when I sit with them after I'm done, I'm going to tell them this connection, this plug, this plug. This is the next move, you know? That's what makes me happy. So I never think about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with helping others. I appreciate you. Even those people that don't need me, or, or you might not even see it.
2: No, everybody need everybody in
1: order for this world. To work. It's weird what we do. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I know you got to get out of here. He's everywhere. He's the man. Man's doing a lot of stuff, okay? Where's Wallo? I'm going to tag everything there. Big shout out to the Logan Hotel for showing this guy some love. This is Philly's finest, man. Thank you guys so much.